Welcome to Zikri Dafsim Manim Amr by Ram Goldai and the Rimur Zekhar's Kedushin Daf Pay Off, the fourth parak Asar Yuchsin. Today's Daf is sponsored as a schus for all the hostages that they be freed for those wounded, that they should have a Rafur Shalima, and as a schus for the Chayalim that they should be protected and Matsliach in their mission. So the three topics are going to focus on them. When Rav said, Malkin al Yichud, we administer rabbinical Malkus for Yichud, but we do not forbid a married woman to her husband based on Yichud. Ravashi said that even Malkus are not given to a married woman, lest people think she committed adultery and received Malkus because the death penalty is not applicable today, and her children are Mamzeri. Amram disagreed if they can give her Malkus and announce that it was for Yichud and not adultery. Rav said, If her husband is in the city, we're not concerned about Yichud, since she's afraid that her husband may come at any time. Rav Yosef said, If the door of the room where the Yichud is taking place is open to the public thoroughfare, we're not concerned about Yichud. Rav Yosef himself sought to prevent Ravivi, his guest, from being secluded with his wife, despite his being in the city, because she was a close friend of Ravivi's and felt familiar with him. Pointing to a Bryce explains the Pasuk, Her husband revoked her nadarim, and Hashem will forgive her, as referring to a woman who violated her nadarim without knowing they were revoked, and it implies she requires forgiveness. Rabbi Kiva would weep on reaching this Pasuk and say, If someone intended to eat pork and lamb's meat came to his hand, meaning he intended to eat non-kosher but mistakenly ate kosher, the Torah says it requires atonement and forgiveness as evidenced by a woman whose nadarim were revoked, then someone who intended to eat pork and did all the more so. A similar point is made regarding an Ashim Talvi brought for a doubtful transgression about which the Torah says, V'nasa avono, he shall bear his iniquity. Rebbe would weep about this Pesach and say, if one who possibly transgressed in a vera, thinking was permitted, bears his iniquity, then all the more so one who sins willfully. Isi ben Yehuda said about this Pesach, about this matter, let all those who mourn grieve. And pointing with you, the Mishnah taught that one may be secluded with his mother or daughter. Ravasi said, A man may be secluded occasionally with his sister, but may not reside alone with her. But he may reside alone with his mother or daughter because he's not tempted to sin with them. Shmuel said, It's forbidden to be secluded with all arise in the Torah, even with an animal. Shmuel is challenged from the Mishnah which permits Yichud with a mother and daughter and responds that another Brisa says, a of a chamosu, regarding one sister, mother-in-law, and all other arrives in the Torah, one may not be alone with them unless there are witnesses present. It must be a Malchokas as we find that Rabbi Meir said, be careful with me, that I should not be secluded with my daughter. And Rabbi Tarfan said the same about his daughter-in-law. A student mocked his strict practice and a short time later sinned with his mother-in-law. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav said, Malkin al-Yichud. We administer rabbinical malkas for Yichud, ve'ein ostrin al-Yichud. But do not forbid a married woman to her husband based on Yichud. Ravashi said that even malkas are not given to a married woman, lest people think she committed adultery and received malkas because the death penalty is not applicable today, and her children are mamzeri. Amaram disagreed if they can give her malkas and announce that it was for Yichud and not adultery. Rav said, Yichud. If her husband is in the city, we're not concerned about Yichud, since she's afraid that her husband may come at any time. Rav Yosef said, If the door of the room where the Yichud is taking place is open to the public thoroughfare, we're not concerned about Yichud. Rav Yosef himself sought to prevent Ravivi, his guest, from being secluded with his wife, despite his being in the city, because she was a close friend of Ravivi's and felt familiar with him. 
Point number two, Bryce explains the Pasuk, Isha HaFeiram Hashem Yislachla. Her husband revoked her nadarim, and Hashem will forgive her. As referring to a woman who violated her nadarim without knowing they were revoked, and it implies she requires forgiveness. Rabbi Kiva would weep on reaching this Pasuk and say, If someone intended to eat pork and lamb's meat came to his hand, meaning he intended to eat non-kosher but mistakenly ate kosher, the Torah says it requires atonement and forgiveness as evidenced by a woman whose nadarim were revoked, then someone who intended to eat pork and did all the more so. A similar point is made regarding an Ashim Talvi brought for a doubtful transgression about which the Torah says, avono, he shall bear his iniquity. Rebekah would weep about this passage and say, if one who possibly transgressed an Avera, thinking was permitted, bears his iniquity, then all the more so one who sins willfully. Isi ben Yehuda said about this passage, about this matter, let all those who mourn grieve. And pointing with you, the Mishnah taught that one may be secluded with his mother or daughter. Ravasi said, A man may be secluded occasionally with his sister, but may not reside alone with her. But he may reside alone with his mother or daughter because he's not tempted to sin with them. It's forbidden to be secluded with all arise in the Torah, even with an animal. Shmuel is challenged from the Mishnah which permits Yichud with a mother and daughter and responds that another Brisa says, a regarding one sister, mother-in-law, and all other arrives in the Torah, one may not be alone with them unless there are witnesses present. It must be a Machogas as we find that Rabbi Meir said, be careful with me, that I should not be secluded with my daughter. And Rabbi Tarfan said the same about his daughter-in-law. A student mocked his strict practice and a short time later sinned with his mother-in-law. All right, so now we go to Simon Duff Pay Off, and our standard Simon is a grandpa. A grandpa. So here goes. The grandpa who was in the city when his wife was in Yichud at home with the plumber intended to sin and eat pork, but mistakenly ate lamb while visiting his sister alone in her home. Once again, it's emotion. The grandpa, grandpa, that must move on Duff Pay Off. The grandpa who was in the city when his wife was in Yuchud at home with a plumber, which reminds us, Rav said Malkin al Yuchud. We administer rabbinical malchus for Yuchud, but do not forbid a married woman to her husband based on Yuchud. Ravashi said that even malchus are not given to a married woman, lest people think she committed adultery and receive malchus because the death penalty is not applicable today, and that her children are mumzerim. Rabbi said, If her husband is in the city, we're not concerned about Yuchud, since she's afraid that her husband may come at any time. So the grandpa who was in the city when his wife was in Yichud at home with a plumber intended to sin and eat pork, but mistakenly ate lamb. Which reminds us, the Bryce explains the Pasuk, Isha HaFeiram HaShem Yislachla, her husband revoked her nadarim, and Hashem will forgive her, as referring to a woman who violated her nadarim without knowing they were revoked, and it implies she requires forgiveness. Rabbi Kiva would weep when reaching this Pasuk and say, if someone intended to eat pork and lamb's meat came to his hand, meaning he intended to eat non-kosher but mistakenly ate kosher, the Torah says it requires atonement and forgiveness, as evidenced by a woman whose nadarim were revoked, then someone who intended to eat pork and and did all the more so. So the grandpa who was in the city when his wife was in Yuchud at home with the plumber intended to sin and eat pork, but mistakenly ate lamb while visiting his sister alone in her home. Which reminds the Mishnah taught that one may be secluded with his mother or daughter. Ravasi said, a man may be secluded occasionally with his sister, but may not reside alone with her. But he may reside alone with his mother or daughter because he's not tempted to sin with him. Shmuel said, it's forbidden to be secluded with all arrivals in the Torah, even with an animal. So once again, the grandpa was in the city when his wife was in Yichud at home with the plumber intended to sin and eat pork, 
but mistakenly ate lamb while visiting his sister alone in her home. All right, so now it's time for four blabat chazara. Daf ein zayin. So the simmer daf ein zayin is an A's, a goat. So here goes. The sad bas chala walking her goat, goat. That must mean more daf ein zayin, A's. The sad bas chala walking her goat, who just found out she was aser to kahuna forever, which reminds us the next Mishnah states, bas chala zacher pesul mina kahuna laolam. The daughter of a male chala is disqualified from kahuna forever, meaning even many generations later. Yisrael shanasa chala, but a Yisrael who married a chala, bito kashero kahuna, his daughter is fit for kahuna. This distinction is based on the Pasuk, He shall not profane his offspring among his people from a Gezer Shava of Ba'amav Ba'amav from the prohibition for a Kohen to become Tameh from a corpse, which only applies to Melkohanim. So the sad Baschala walking her goat, who just found out she was Asr to Kahuna forever, came across an Almada sitting on a goatskin mat, mourning the passing of her third husband, which reminds us, a Brisa teaches Almana, Almana, Almana. A Kohen who has relations with a widow, a widow, and a widow. Eno chayv achas is only chayv to one set of malkas. The case is a woman who is widowed from three different husbands, where you might have said that she is prohibited by three separate titles of prohibition because each widowhood is a result from three different husbands. So the Brisa teaches that separate physical entities are required for multiple malkas, and they are not in this case. So the sad boss Chala walking her goat, who just found out she was Aster to Kahuna forever, came across an Almana sitting on a goatskin mat, mourning the passing of her third husband, being comforted by a woman who became a Chalala as a result of an Issa Kahuna, which reminds us a Chalala is only a result of an Issa Kahuna, not an Issacharis. Dafa'in Ches. So the Simon Dafa'in Ches is a child going, Ach. So here goes. The little boy who would usually go, Ach, boy going, Ach, that must be on Dafa'in Ches. Ach. The little boy who would usually go, Ach, with his veggies, took advantage of the fact that his father was arguing with a friend regarding Kidesh Loke, which reminds us, Abai says, Kidesh Loke, if a Kohen married a woman, prohibited to Kahanim, he incurs Malkas even without relations. Baal Loke, if he had relations, he incurs Malkas even without marrying her. The former is for violating Loyikach, he shall not take, meaning marriage, and the latter is for violating Loyichalel, he shall not profane her. Rabbi says he only incurs Malkas for relations after marriage because the Torah juxtaposed the prohibitions to teach What's the reason he shall not take? Because the Torah commands, he shall not profane. So the little boy who would usually go ach with his veggies took advantage of the fact that his father was arguing with a friend regarding Kidesh Loke and instead used his vegetables to enact a Kohen marrying a little convert, which reminds Rabbi Shimba Yechai holds that a convert herself is permitted to a Kohen if she was converted before the age of three. He supports this from Moshe's telling the soldiers who fought against Midian that they could spare the girls below the age of three for themselves, and Pinchas, a Kohen, was among those soldiers. So the little boy who would usually go ach with his veggies took advantage of the fact that his father was arguing with their friend regarding Kidesh Loke, and instead uses vegetables to enact a Kohen marrying a little convert, and a father saying his son is a mamzer, which reminds us. The next mission states that one who says, Beniza mamzer, this son of mine is a mamzer. He's not believed even if the mother agrees, and even if the child has not yet been born. Revuto holds that the father is believed. A bright darshan's word, Yakir, he shall recognize his firstborn son to teach. Yakirenu lacherim, he can identify him to others. From here, Revuto derived that a father is believed to identify his firstborn, and even to say he's a halal or mamzer. The Chachamim say he's not believed to disqualify his son, and Rav explains that they derive from Yakir that a father can identify his firstborn son where it's unknown. Dafein Tess, so the Simran Dafein Tess is an eight, a pen, and we use a sofer with a quill. So here goes. This sofer, sofer, that must be more in Daf 
Ein Tess, a pen. The Sofu married a Bulgaris after her father married her off on the road, which reminds us, the Gemara says, Kitsha Abiyah Baderach, if a girl's father married her off on the road, Vikitsha Atzma Beir, and she later accepted Kedushin herself in the city, Vahari Bulgaris, and now she's found to be a Bulgaris, a full adult, Rav says, Harai Bulgaris with a name, because she's a Bulgaris before us, and is assumed to have been so before the father's Kedushin, so the father's Kedushin is invalid, and her own is valid. Shmuel says, Chayshin Shneim, we are concerned for both marriages, because we're unsure when she became a Bulgaris. So the Sof who married a Bulgaris after her father married her off on the road was distressed when he knows the mikveh he was usually totaling before working was lacking 40 saw, which reminds us Shmuel's challenge from a Mishnah. If a mikveh was measured and found lacking 40 saw, all tamay kelim which were immersed in it and any foods prepared in them are tamay even if the suffolk occurred in Rishus of Rabim, a public domain where sveikos are normally ruled tahor. This proves that the current deficient mikveh is assumed with certainty to have been deficient earlier. The Gemara concludes, Regarding a mikveh, there are two weaknesses against assuming a later deficiency, the kelim's earlier tamay status and the mikveh's current deficient status. Regarding the Bulgaris, there's only one weakness against assuming a later change to Bagras, her current status of Bagras, so it remains a suffix. So the Sofu who married a Bulgaris after her father married her off on the road was distressed when he knows the mikveh he was usually tovelin before working was lacking 40 saw. Just as the customer entered the shop who just returned from overseas with his wife and children, which reminds us, the next mission states that one who went overseas with his wife and returns with his wife and children and says, the wife who went overseas with me is this one, and these are her children from me. He doesn't need to prove her yichus since it was proven at their marriage, nor of their children since they are assumed to be theirs. If he returns with only children, saying that his wife died, he must prove the children are from his wife. Daf Pei. So the Simon Daf Pei is a painter. So here goes. The painter, painter. That must be more Daf Pei. The painter was so engrossed in painting a picture of what was presumed to be a family about to get skila and Sreifa, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan says, Malkin al Chazakos, we administer Malkos based on legal presumptions, and Sokin the Sorfin al Chazakos, we execute by stoning and burning based on legal presumptions. This second ruling is based on Rabbi Baruchuna's statement that in a case where a man, woman, young boy, and young girl all grew up in the same house, creating the unproven presumption that their parents and their children, Niskalin Zalzet, they are stoned to death because of each other, meaning if the boy has relations with a woman, presumed to be his mother, and they're burned to death because of each other, meaning if the girl has relations with a man, presumed to be her father. So the painter was so engrossed in painting a picture of what was presumed to be a family about to get skila and sreifa that he didn't notice his son playing with some dough next to a dead sheretz, which reminds us, Rishokish said, Sorfina chazakos, we burn truma based on legal presumptions indicating it became tame. Berber Yochanan said, Ain Sorfina chazakos, we do not burn truma based on legal presumptions. This parallels another machukas they have. A Mishnah teaches that if a child is found near a dough and the dough is in his hand, Remer rules the dough tower and the chum say it's tame. Because it's the way of a child to play with shruts him in garbage heaps, rendering him tame, and by extension the dough he appears to have touched. So the painter was so engrossed in painting a picture of what was presumed to be a family, about to get skila and sreifa, that he didn't notice his son playing with some dough next to a dead sheretz, nor the woman secluded in a room next door with two men. Which reminds us, the next mission teaches the laws of Yichud, a man may not be in Yichud with two women, but a woman may be in Yichud with two men. Abraisa explains the distinction between two men and two women, because women's minds are light to be persuaded, and both may agree to sin. Alright, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one. Which stuff do we learn that we give Malkas based on Chazakos, and we give Skiwa and Sreifa based on Chazakos? That's on Daf? Pay. Good number two. 
which stuff they learn that if a husband is in the city, we're not concerned about Yichud, that's on Dav. Pay off. Good number three, which stuff they learn when one returning from Medina Siyam must prove his wife's and children's Yichud, that's on Dav. Ein test. Good number four, which stuff they learn a Kohen who has relations with a triple Almana is only Chayv, one set of Malkas, that's on Dav. Ein Zayin. Good number five. Wish that they went about needing Kapara for intent to do a Nevera, like in the case of one who intended to eat pork, but a kosher meat. That's on Dav. Payoff. Good number six. Wish that they went if we burned Truma based on Chazakos and the case of the child playing with dough near a dead Sheretz. That's on Dav. Pay. Good number seven. Wish that they went a man may be in Yichun occasionally with his sister, but he can't live alone with her. That's on Dav. Pay off. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have whether our father is believed to say that a son is a mumser? That's on Dav. Ein Ches. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have the taught that a kusi cannot marry a kusi? That's on Dav. Ein Heg. Good number ten. Which stuff do we discuss the yichud of a man with two women and a woman with two men? That's on Dav. Pay. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Yavram Goldhar from Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.